0: Welcome to Her Story Podcast. My name is Paige and as my Genie Sour project I'll be highlighting influential women in sports and the struggles or adversities that they have to face to bring their A-game. Hey everyone and welcome back to Her Story Podcast. My name is Paige and today with me I have Kaylee Her who plays for UNC Women's Soccer. Kaylee you can go ahead and introduce yourself a little bit. Yeah
1: my name is Kaylee Hare. Um I am a freshman at UNC. I play center back. Um, I am local I'm from Cary North Carolina and I played at NCFC for a few years and then before that played at TFC um
0: I think that's all I have well it's awesome to have you um same hometown same club so cool yeah Um, that's amazing And to get us started, we're just going to do some fun little icebreaker questions because I've wanted to adventure out with the podcast a little bit this year now that I'm more comfortable with it. Mm -hmm. Um, So our first question is, what's your favorite pre and post game meals? Oh, this is a good one. Um, I don't really have a
1: set meal like pre game meal or post game meal. Um, I get the worst nerves before games, so I cannot eat a single thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't eat a banana or anything. Um, I try to get, like, a little carbon, like, a little bagel with some cream cheese or something. That's what I do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the only and, thing I can eat. Yeah, and it's just, it sort of eases my nerves a little bit because of, um, let me close this door real quick. Um, yeah, that's, like, my go-to. And then post-game meal recently has been, do you know purple bowl? Acai bowls? Uh, yeah, yeah. That has been my, it's okay, don't take, don't follow this because this is a horrible post-game meal, obviously. It's, <laughs> but it's just, it's so, it's such a good treat after a game, mm-hmm. especially when it's really hot out. It's just like the perfect combination of everything. It, it's, I just, yeah, that's my favorite post-game
0: meal, but. Yeah, I, I'm the same way. I can't, I get so, so nervous before games. Yeah. I like, have been playing club soccer for so long. Mm-hmm. So it's like, especially my first and second season, I would, would like, shake before games. It was so bad. And my first away tournament, the only thing I would eat for breakfast was a bagel with cream cheese, and that's still what I eat before games. Um, Like, after games, I love Tropical Smoothie Cafe. Oh, girl, yes. I I love that with good practices, too, because I – two sports, so I do, like, a school sport and then my club, soccer, mm-hmm. so, like, in between those, I always get Tropical Smoothie Cafe. No, it's I
1: forgot about that. It's so good. Oh, my it's gosh. That, too. Yes, mm-hmm.
0: exactly. All right, what's your best pregame pump-up song? <sighs> oh, okay. Um,
1: I have so many. <laughs> okay, this isn't really a pump-up song, but there is a guitar solo in it Mm -hmm. that when I listen to it I just know I'm gonna be like I'm gonna go at it you know yeah it's um Comfortably Numb by Pink Floyd Mm -hmm. so if you like if you think about it you're like that doesn't sound that like if you listen to the first like two minutes of the song you're like you really get this gets you energized I'm telling you the ending of the song is just like it's perfect but I've I've so many I
0: have just a whole playlist but that's I am like the biggest Taylor Swift fan, so yeah. any of her like upbeat music is my favorite. But I also love Downtown by Macklemore and Ryan Lewis. That's
1: a good one.
0: Mm-hmm. I haven't heard that in years. Good.
1: It's a good song. Wait, so her her songs? You listen to like her old ones or her new ones?
0: I love all of them, but like gotcha. I love Reputation before games. Which one is her, it? Reputation, because it's not like heard that one. her darker songs. Yeah. So they're better for like pre games. Yeah. Do you have any like superstitions before your games? Oh, um, <laughs> I have to think about this. Um, wow. I don't. These really are know. the unprepared questions. Yeah. You.
1: <laughs> but I definitely do. I mean, um, my team does. I know, but like me, my like. My own superstition is um Oh gosh. I'm asking the hard hitting questions. Oh, it's a good question. I just um I write certain things on my wrist. I yeah, I see you and see
0: they they always have tape with writing on their wrists. And I mean I
1: write the same thing for every Mm -hmm. single one. I'm not gonna say it on here, but um just to get me going, like fired up. Um Mm -hmm. I always put. It really, like, it really isn't a superstition or anything, but I just, I always put my left song, my left sock, and then my right sock. Uh huh. And then my right cleat, and then my left cleat, or something like that. I don't. Yeah, it's almost like natural. You don't. Need yeah. To I don't. I don't think about it. And then I, um, I I almost have to. Oh, before kickoff. Mm-hmm. I have to do three jumps. Uh huh. Like high, like bring my knees to my chest and everything. Like three jumps, and then I have to take three deep breaths, and then there we go. I mean, that's it.
0: I well, my team. We also have some superstitions because they've we've been a team since like challenge is a thing Mm -hmm. for like you since you can start playing challenge. That's how long they've been together. Um, and their thing or our thing is we always do like. We call it war paint, but it's just, yeah. like, the colored eye black. Yeah. And we always do, like, blue, purple, and pink. And you don't have to do all three. Uh-huh. But some people – will sometimes we'll do it on our legs. One time I did pink. Like, I did my number on my legs. So I wrote 13. One really? Leg. And the team we were playing, they had white shorts. And they were tiny. And I'm, like – I'm really tall. I'm, like, 5'7". Yeah. So I got – I left my number on this girl's shorts, and I kind of felt bad, but it was also really Don't
1: funny. feel bad. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. It's a good way to, like, leave the game. Mm-hmm. They're just thinking about that the whole time. That's amazing. Yeah. I had a question. What was it? <laughs> um, no, I didn't. But that's... I have never been on a team for more than two years. Really? I
0: mean,
1: before my last... Before NCFC, Uh I haven't been on a team for more than a year. So the fact that you guys have been together that long is insane. Yeah. So I joined –
0: I tried out in spring of 2021. Yeah. And then I started playing in, like, fall of 2021. Yeah. But they've all been together since, like – oh, gosh. I was in third – Grade, maybe, yeah, Back in our third grade, and they that's when the team started as a challenge team. And Gosh. there are a couple like our captain, our captains Taylor and Sienna, and mm-hmm. then one of my friends Palmer, they have all been on the team the whole time. Oh, and our other captain Allison, and they've be really all close. been on the team the whole time, yeah.
1: That's like always the best, though. Mm-hmm. You guys are so close, you know how to like play with each other, and yeah, it's just, yeah, it's amazing.
0: All right, what's your favorite place to play soccer?
1: Um you'll probably know all of these. Um <laughs> let's see. During okay, this is so weird, but during COVID, I didn't have my license yet because I was uh-huh. fifteen. Um but Oh well, it's crazy. The COVID is <laughs> a long way. I know, three years. Wow. Um yeah, I didn't have my uh, a car or anything. I couldn't drive. I mean, Thomas Brooks. Do you know Thomas Brooks? Yeah, yeah. That's
0: I love playing there.
1: Yeah, it's two minutes away from me, but it was just far enough where it's like, I can't drive there. So I would yeah. go to, there's an elementary school in my neighborhood, mm-hmm. um, which yeah. is really weird now that I think about it. It's not common, but um, yeah.
0: i I, know what you're talking
1: about yeah i would walk there every single day and i would just um there's a huge brick wall and i would just hit the ball off the wall and do um drills from instagram every single day and it was just and no one was there because everyone was inside and i was like this is heaven like this
0: is all i need yeah so i mean that was my favorite place (laughs) since my dad's a pe teacher during covid I would, like, help him make the videos because yeah. he's an elementary school PE teacher, so he made videos for all the kids. My favorite was when he would do soccer videos because then I got to help yeah, him. Exactly. But then we would keep messing it up, so we had to do it over and over and over again. So my backyard, yeah. a lot of soccer. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I, I like playing at WRL, but I love my team's home fields. Where's that? South Garner Park. There's only one field, oh. and it's just, like, an 11 v. 11 field. And I really? just love it because it's, like, the grass is perfect. I don't know if it's yeah. just because it's my home field, but I love it.
1: No, perfect grass is just you it's better it's than it's definitely anything. not perfect to
0: most people's standards, but compared yeah. to what I've played on before. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right. And our last like random question is what was your favorite soccer player growing up and what's your favorite soccer player now? Oh. Or favorite athlete. You can do either one.
1: Um let me think. This sounds so bad, but I did not watch soccer growing up because I hate it. I, no, I didn't hate it, but I, it was to the point where I was like, I don't care. Like, I, I, I just, I
0: was like, it's I, I, hard. It's hard to get yeah. into.
1: Like, I had no interest in watching it when I was younger. And, um, I never, obviously I heard of um, amazing players like Mia Hamm. Yeah. Know, Crystal Dunn, all of those players. Mm-hmm. I'd never had my a favorite, um, but now, let me think.
0: There's so I many. Was gonna,
1: yeah, I was going to mention her later. Mm-hmm. Um, but Carly Lloyd is probably one of my favorites now. Yeah. I mean, I read her book uh, when nobody was watching. And mm-hmm. it stuck with me, not just because of how great of a player she was, but just her mentality and her mm-hmm. grit and determination. Yeah. And her story just alone is something that I that like resonated with me and I thought, it's really cool
0: how she bounced
1: back after okay yeah, like, exactly so she's my favorite player now obviously oops <laughs> Heather O'Reilly who um is our assistant coach here yeah yeah, yeah. um she's one of my favorites as well because um, she has the same mentality as Kelly Lloyd they're just she the seems like just a- humans she seems like a really fun person to be around she is she's so funny she would bring both of her kids to our trainings and make them kick soccer balls even though they're less than one years old i mean i just think <laughs> they're really cute too <laughs> they're so cute so yeah they're just really tough women
0: and i just i look up to them i love them so i feel like sometimes it's because i asked that question on most of my um podcasts and i have it mm-hmm. written down one of the ones that i sent to you um but a lot of the times it's like hard to get an answer because I've only interviewed one soccer player before Mm -hmm. um and a lot of the other girls that I've interviewed I've done a lot of track athletes Mm -hmm. I've done some basketball players but some of them they grew up in the time where it was really really difficult to find people that play your sport to look up to yeah I mean they could find men that played their sport to look up to but it was oh yeah for them to find women that they could look up to and that especially like the like track is really oh for sure time. um and I was like interviewing my teacher that was my first episode ever mm-hmm. and she didn't really have an answer to it and it's just like it was so weird because if you ask me that question I'm like where do I start yeah exactly it's just, like so
1: different I know like, times have really changed and for the better so I'm because if this. you ask
0: me who my favorite athlete is, I have to list off at least fifteen names of everyone I've entered, yeah. with, and yeah. then I can start everyone else. Oh yeah, no, for sure.
1: I All right, that. and
0: now we're gonna get to the questions that you're more prepared for. <laughs> so, if you could, could, you just explain your journey in sports.
1: Yeah. Um. So I started everything when I was three, and by everything, I just mean I did. Um, is it? Net sports, I believe I'm blanking on the name um I did this little program called little Kickers, and it basically was meant for toddlers and my grandfather and my dad would go with me and I cannot I have the worst memory I don't remember what we did there I mean I was three so but you know I that's where I started um I played multiple sports growing up and but it was just like basketball swimming, baseball um and obviously soccer, Mm -hmm. and I played wreck everything, I wasn't big on either one, like soccer, I, it was obvious I didn't choose that, (laughs) I just didn't care for it as much, um, what else, uh, yeah, I played all of those, I stuck with soccer and basketball up until I was about 12, and then I was sort of in torn in between both of them, Mm mm-hmm, which is kind of weird because, like, um, nowadays I would be like, <laughs> I can cool. tell you about being yeah.
0: between two sports.
1: Yeah.
0: I was a competitive dancer for a really long time. And really. I loved it. It had like my whole heart and it still does. Yeah. Um, And then I started, especially around COVID, I like really started to get into like watching soccer because um, oh I'd watched the World Cups and all that stuff, but then I was like bored and I had nothing else to do. So I was yeah. like, it's going to look at these videos of soccer players. And I had done rec soccer before that. I started mm-hmm. in, like, fifth grade, which was when COVID happened. Yeah. Um, And I was not very good. Like, I was decent on my rec team, but my, I was, like, a Y – it was a Y team. Literally, I'm the same. Literally the same. And <laughs> I ended up choosing to try – so I had already done dance tryouts in sixth grade, and I made the team, mm-hmm. and then – I went to do soccer charts the next week and it was like, I could, I had it worked out where if I didn't make a soccer team, I could still do dance. Yeah. yeah. Um. But then I made the soccer team and I was like, I'm going to do that. Cause I mean, that was a really good decision. Yeah. I
1: think. But why? Like what made you choose soccer over competitive dance?
0: Um, Competitive dance, like the competitive dance world. It's dramatic mm-hmm. to a sense. Like, like on, Dance Moms, but not. Oh my god, too. I was literally going to ask Still a question like that.
1: I was going to ask you if it was like Dance Moms. Um, it kind
0: of is, but i also kind of not. It's like, yeah. the, there is some mom drama, but there's also some girl drama, god, but yeah. it's like yeah. contained and it's not yeah. that big of a deal. Like in the end, you're all on one team and you're competing. Oh yeah. Um, But I think I just wanted to try something new. Mm-hmm. And with competitive dance, like, you don't – you never have an off-season. You dance 12 months yeah. a year, 365. Um, and I was, like, I'm just going to do this, and if I don't like it, then I can go back to dance. Exactly. And, like, right. I've been in the studio to have, like, some privates and just to still do because I still love it. And I, like, go to the competitions and support yeah. my friends. But it's just – I don't know. I'm glad I chose okay. soccer. That's good, though. Yeah, soccer is just – I'm glad Not I didn't weird. regret my choice because that would have Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, I get that. um No, that's cool though. Competitive dance. Wow. I used to dance. Uh-huh. Listen, I was so bad at it. there Yeah, I would sprint everywhere. I was probably four and I would sprint everywhere mm-hmm. in the room. They would make me do a leap and then I'd like run over and, like, tackle my friends in the corner. And then that's, I guess my parents were like, yeah, this is, <laughs> this is not my
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, I was, like, the opposite. I was a girl doing cartwheels on the soccer field for a while. Really? My dad, <laughs> like, right. I actually got in trouble one time because I played, really? like, a season in kindergarten. And he was like, yeah. you can't do this anymore. Like, switch <laughs> to so dance.
1: That is so funny, though. That is yep. so funny. No, I love that. And yeah, um, oh yeah, okay, until I was 12. Okay, yeah, <laughs> I <got> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, no, it's okay, please interrupt me whenever. You're um, good. and okay, listen, when I tell you I did not like <sighs> soccer, there is a diary entry somewhere in my room in probably 2010 that says, I, I have it exactly, I read it all the time. It says, um, And the worst part of my day is that I have soccer practice. I hate soccer practice. Um, Okay, I don't remember what changed my mind. but um, So I started at rec. Mm -hmm. I was a goalie. (laughs) I don't know why. I I decided to stop being a goalie after I gave up two goals when one ball went over my foot into the goal and then another one went in between my hands into the goal. Um, (laughs) I feel like it's happened to everyone you know it's fine yeah um and I remember exactly what got me training and sort of into it is I started at rec went to challenge for a year and then Mm -hmm. I went to classic and I was on the second classic team so it was like this was at TFC I was on navy red white and so I was on Uh red um and my coach Alan I love him. I miss him so much. Um,
0: Anyway, I tend to sidetrack a lot. So you're fine. I do that. My goal for this podcast and like this year podcasting is I wanted it to sound more like a normal conversation because I feel like before I felt pressure that I have to ask question, then question, then question. But I like this a lot more. It's more fun. Okay, good. Because I will
1: just go and ramble about something else.
0: I don't really care how long this is. Good. I. That's i great. have an hour and a half to okay that's right that's good
1: <laughs> yeah he was um he was like my first coach that actually pushed me and made me become like a better player uh-huh. um, but i remember this day exactly it was raining out so we couldn't go on grass fields but he was the type of coach that was like okay no excuses we're gonna go train in a pavilion somewhere so we were like okay I was probably 10 or 11. I can't remember how old I was. Um, And I was, and we were all just little like players. (laughs) We, and he would do just little like technical drills. Mm -hmm. And I remember one was a juggling drill and he was like, okay, get with a partner. And then they're going to count how many juggles you do. He was my partner because I was new to the team. So I had no friends yet. (laughs) 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 Um, so he was my partner, and I remember, I was like, okay, I have to impress him. I look around me, everyone else is getting in their, like, 60s, juggling. I got 11. Okay? I
0: can't do five. It's so
1: bad. No, it's not. I promise you. It's not. I was just, I was freaking out about it because I was just looking around everyone, and I was like, and my partner is the coach. <laughs> so, and then I started doing a bunch of um, juggling exercises. That was the only thing I would train, is just juggling. On my right foot and then left foot because I was so mad. So every day I'd go out and juggle. <laughs> um, so yeah, and then I went to, next year I went up to Navy. Mm-hmm. And that's when I started playing center back. Oh yeah. So I don't know when I, how old I was. I was probably, I don't know, 2014. Mm-hmm. I was 10. No, I don't remember. <laughs> I, I cannot remember. I, my timeline. Um, and that's when I fell in love with center back and my coach, um, Mazin, he was, I don't know, he saw me as a center back, so he put me there. Mm -hmm. Um, and I guess that's when he, that's when I started playing. Um, and then I'm just gonna go through like the big events.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Not like little
1: detail. I'm gonna try to skip all the little details. And then
0: I had this game and I played (laughs) 10 minutes. (laughs)
1: yeah and then the next day I went on a picnic no um so yeah that's when I started playing a lot more um and then I went to god I don't know TFCA Alliance have you heard of that no okay yeah this was I don't
0: know I don't know much outside of
1: like <laughs> yeah you're right you're right you're right I mean it happened a while ago mm-hmm. um yeah alliance and that's when I was captain and so then that was my beginning of like being captain for my club career uh-huh um and there was one year i think it, it was 2020 so i don't know i was 16 and uh-huh. I was like, you know what i'm just going to play rec basketball so that winter i just played rec basketball it was the most random thing i've ever done in my life um <laughs> Sometimes those are fun things, though. <laughs> but it was so fun. Um, I'm definitely I did that last at.
0: spring. I was like, I'm going to play softball. Yeah. i never touched one in my life.
1: Oh, yeah. And it's... I'm about to do it again. <laughs> oh, I love softball. It's really fun.
0: What position do you play? Center field. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's hard. Well, um, my school team, I had to join because they didn't have enough people. Mm-hmm. So it was like wherever. They need yeah. you. They're gonna put you. And I mean, I worked on it some, like during the season outside of practice. But it, I didn't like really start to enjoy it right till the end of the season. And that's when everything clicked for me. I was like, and then I started batting fourth in the lineup, and I was like, what is going on? Like that's I haven't yeah. touched a softball before, but I don't know. It was it was interesting and it was a good experience, and my friends were good, so I'm gonna do it. Yeah, again.
1: no, softball is so fun.
0: I miss it. <laughs> It was
1: so fun. Um, yeah, I played... And I was also starting to get into a really big training regimen. Is that a
0: word? Oh yeah, God. regimen's a word. Okay. <laughs> I My brain is fried from today already. Um, I just had a math test. Girl, same. <laughs> I had a, yeah,
1: I had a Portuguese test yesterday. Let me tell you, that was... Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, I need to stop. Okay. Um, I would... It was kind of, it was a bad training schedule Mm -hmm. and I would go in my garage for probably five hours a day. But okay, I could not do that now because of how my body would crumble. But little 13 year old me could be out there for hours and not feel a thing. Um, So I guess that's when I started becoming more into soccer. (laughs) Started loving it a little bit more. Yeah. Um, yeah so I guess that's all I
0: remember oh and you played in Denmark last spring didn't you oh yes how did I forget about that that's my favorite part of the
1: job I get to stop people it's so fun I love how you remember things about my life that I don't even remember oh I have notes Um, (laughs) I love that um yeah uh wait okay by journey do you mean like call like calls up to the national team and everything yeah you can include that too it was okay whatever
0: you wanted to make it the question you could
1: I just I just included a bunch of my little that's, backstory that probably was not even what I wanted
0: to, As whatever you
1: feel you should share yeah. okay good um yeah and okay I'll start from so 2019 before my birthday or the weekend before my birthday I get a call mm-hmm. and it's um, my club coach
0: uh-huh.
1: and he goes, Hey, <laughs> you're getting a call. I mean, you're going to get an email from us soccer about like an invitation to the U15 youth camp. And I was, I was out, keep- I was at my friend's house uh-huh. at the time and, um, it was probably eight o'clock at night. So I was just like, I was just playing around. We were just hanging out uh-huh. and I was, I don't know, 14, 15, 14. And I put the phone down and I was just, t- I turned to her and I was like, I think I was just called into a US camp.
0: <laughs> and God.
1: I just, um, my friends would be like, What's that? Yeah. No, she didn't. Yeah. She didn't know what it was either. And I was like, I really cannot explain to you. I don't know. It's <laughs> my first time. Um, and it was my first camp ever. Uh huh. And it was in the Netherlands. So I was like, Okay. What a great first experience yeah the Netherlands and it was really nerve-wracking we went there for a week played the U15 Netherlands team Mm -hmm. twice um I think we won twice but oh my gosh it was really stressful because I don't know any of these players yet because I was still kind of young in the soccer world I was like (laughs) I don't know I think
0: I know who you were there with Really I think there like Olivia Moultrie, yes, yes and it was. Scott. And yeah, and and one of the Thompson sisters. I think. Well, I think both of them were there at that camp.
1: Oh yeah, the yeah okay. Sisters, yeah, and so I, but I didn't know who they were at the time because I, I was I don't know I was fourteen I was like, I just started playing for Girls Development Academy uh-huh. the new yeah the new like little program, and so. I had no idea what I was doing. I just was like, okay, I'm going to fly to the Netherlands with a bunch of girls from all over the country. And it was a great experience. I mean, I, I made some of my current friends there now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I loved it. And the coaches are amazing, but, um, yeah, so that was nerve wracking. And then the next, there was another camp, um, in January. This is going to get really sad. Not really, but like, <laughs> there was an- i just feel like this There's is kind this is
0: kinda-
1: <laughs> this is probably um i was gonna answer not answer this for the next another question but um mm-hmm. this ties into another one but i was called into a camp in florida at the beginning of 2020 so before mm-hmm. covid and everything mm-hmm. um and it was kind of it was preparation for an england trip mm-hmm. that we would be taking in february of that year um and so I was like, okay, I have to impress them. Because they were only going to invite, I can't remember. We, I think they invited 30 players, but they are only going to invite like 26. So I was like, I cannot get cut. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Probably guessing what happened. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I, that was sad. Sad. I know. But um, so that camp, I just, I know I didn't do well in at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I find out I don't make it at the gym. I was at the gym. I come home from the camp a week later. This is when I was playing basketball as well. And so I would, I was like at a basketball game and I was like, and they would send you an email if you made it. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, kept checking my email. And after the basketball game, I asked my dad, I was like, did I get an email yet? He's like, no. <laughs> I was like, okay, that's fine. And then at the gym, my, one of my um, good friends texted me and she asked if I got the email. Because she got the email at that time. Uh And so, and I was like, no, did you? And she's like, I did. And that's when I realized, I was like, hmm.
0: (laughs) So that was really sad. Yeah. Um, Well, I feel like with that, at least you were, you didn't know COVID was going to happen yet, but then you were like, okay, well now I can refocus. Yes,
1: girl, that is exactly. Yeah, they went. So the England trip did happen.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. And I had to delete social media for the whole week they were there because I was like I'm just gonna not look at anything and I'm just gonna train I'm gonna get angry at myself and everything and just train and train and train um and and then COVID hit and Mm -hmm. then that's when I just used COVID to just up my game a million levels I was like there's no way I'm gonna get cut ever again um that was my mentality I mean that's what I wanted to ha- I wanted to happen. Um, yeah, and yeah, and then there was another camp last in twenty twenty one in twenty twenty one, U twenty camp, um, in California. I'm not gonna go into detail. It was just it was fun. I love these camps, but um, yeah. And then Denmark. Um, so I graduated high school semester early, uh-huh. and I didn't know what I was gonna do yet, so. I got in contact with my uh, coaches, current coaches, Anson and Damon. And mm-hmm. I was like, hey, you know, I'm thinking of playing overseas or coming in early. What do you think? And mm-hmm. Anson is has connections everywhere. Mm-hmm. And he um, got in contact with someone from Denmark um, with all the club teams. And he decided to – and so he told me about it. And I was like, oh, yeah, for sure. And so, me and then my roommate went to Denmark for two and a half months. hmm And from March to June last year. That was almost a year ago. That's oh really weird. <laughs> it's so weird. But, like, I was just there. Um, and so, yeah, I was 17. And I was halfway across the world already. And I was like, this is really scary. Um But it was a great experience. Mm -hmm. And it was, I feel like I got more independent. Yeah. Unfortunately, I couldn't play, her and I couldn't play in any games with the team, Mm -hmm. the professional team, um, because of, I don't know for sure, some visa, I think. We had to have a visa. We didn't have one. So we couldn't play. We can only train with them.
0: and still, really. Yeah. It was, yeah. Yeah, and... Alright, and I know what you're about to go into, so how has <laughs> college brought a different perspective to you? Yeah.
1: Um... Where is that? Oh, okay. So, obviously, you probably hear this from everyone, the transition from club to college uh uh-huh. is a huge jump, and it is, like, it, it really is. Mm-hmm. Um, what with the academic standpoint and um just how much tighter the team is already mm-hmm. and the coaches are more involved in your life and everything yeah um the training schedules the lifting um beep tests the all the tests you have to do
0: uh, I... oh I cannot imagine having <laughs> do all of that.
1: it's not as bad I mean it sounds terrible it's I promise it's not terrible it's um yeah and I was really nervous to come in here because, mm-hmm. first of all, academically, I was really nervous. Yeah. But it was kind of a shock to me because it's not as much busy work as I thought. Mm-hmm. But instead, it's more reading, a bunch of reading, a lot more studying. Things you have to, they don't tell you, like co- teachers don't tell you what you have to do. You just have to look at it yourself mm-hmm. in like, the syllabus. And I don't know why I put that into quotation marks. Um, and so, so it's a lot famous. more. <laughs> the syllabus. It's a, it's a lot more. Things. Yeah, it's a lot more independent here. Obviously, you know, you have uh-huh. to be smart about your time. There, you have there, you have a calendar. Um, Teamworks. You have to be the checking. Those-
0: I've heard from every single college athlete I've interviewed <laughs> it is a lot. Um, yeah. It time management is the key
1: yeah and it's it's huge here and um yeah we have lifting the spring season a ton of lifting everything like that mm-hmm. uh obviously the play is a lot faster but yeah I mean everyone already knows that but yeah the big thing is that you're in control of your own schedule now you make your own schedule mm-hmm. um and yeah your coaches are more involved they know everything they yeah. know if they're not going to show up to class. They know um, if you're not, if you're kind of, you know, struggling mentally, they're always there for you. And that's what I, yeah, that's what I love. But it's it hasn't been terrible. I haven't been overwhelmed or anything. Yeah, that's good. Um, yeah.
0: I feel like Carolina has a lot of experience with their soccer program specifically, and I feel like that helps them to already know what to expect when girls come in, and then they're – they seem like they would be so helpful.
1: Yes, exactly. That. Yeah, and um, yeah, Anson, yeah, knows everything. Pretty
0: awesome. <laughs> um, so my next question is, what are some adversities you've had to overcome as a female athlete?
1: Um. So, I fortunately haven't had, haven't experienced any, adversity coming from anyone, mm-hmm. male. You know any anyone luckily um but I know it's a huge topic in NWSL and a bunch of other industries Mm -hmm. and I know it's um and yeah I know it's a huge topic but I'm just very grateful to have to be surrounded by a bunch of people like my dad my coaches everyone who's just very supportive of the uh female side of the game uh-huh. and um I mean for example Anson will always talk about how he supports every single one of his like former players no matter what they do I mean you could be so bad at writing and then just tell him one day hey I'm gonna write a book like I'm just gonna make a book like <laughs> you know what <laughs> I'm gonna write a book and he could know that you're terrible at writing but he will always just be like oh for sure like let me help you out with that yeah and, and he um he hosts book clubs weekly in the spring and in the summer. And he, uh, the books he makes us read are actually, wait, I don't have it with me now, but are all about empowerment and, um, strength and not even just soccer. It's not just soccer books. It's just in life. And yeah, yeah. I think he's very big on preaching, you know, uh, confidence and, um, power and women and everything. And that's why I'm very grateful to have him as a coach. And my dad, my dad gets me books for Christmas and uh, my birthday. And one literally has the title says it's okay to say no, because he knows I'm a very passive person. I would say, I don't like Mm -hmm. speaking my mind and especially as a female, like that's, you know, it's vital to be able to be outspoken and say, Uh yeah, and so he gives me, he prints out song lyrics for me to hang up on my wall to, to look at every day. And he's a big supporter of you know women in the workplace, women everywhere. So it's I'm yeah. very grateful to be surrounded by that's that. That's what I love so, to
0: hear. I love when I yeah. when people like don't have an answer to that, and they're like, I haven't faced adversity. They all go in and talk about how grateful they are yeah. for not having that experience. And I feel like that's just like an omen to how down yeah. to earth. Are about it and they, they understand like this isn't how everyone, this is the everyone's yeah. experience.
1: No, I wish everyone could have someone as I mean, people as influential as people I have, but I know that's
0: not the case. And I hope that changes. You know, I want to help. Yeah. But, yeah. So I know you talked about like your dad and he would, he gives you books that are about <laughs> empowering, ep- empowerment and stuff. Yeah. So, what are some pieces of advice that have stuck with you through all of your life in sports?
1: Um, well, the biggest thing. Okay, I'm gonna show. Are you okay? Okay, are you okay with scars? Yeah, I'm good. Okay, I mean, I'm just gonna show. This is so funny. <laughs> this is so funny. Listen. Okay, there's a huge scar right here. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah, in September I got injured in our game against UCLA. Um, had to get surgery. I tore my LCL and partial ACL, and. I mean, everyone who gets injured is going to say, oh, it's, you know, be patient, things like that. But I mean, yeah. I never understood that until it happened. Yeah. And I was like, but I'm never, I'm never patient. But I mean, the biggest piece is, you know, everyone's progress and journey is different mm-hmm. no matter what happens. I mean, I'm not going to have the same recovery process as another person who also did this to themselves. Yeah. Um, And some people are going to get called. This is completely not relevant to what my injury, but like some people are, are going to get called into camp. Some people aren't, it doesn't, I mean, it doesn't mean you're a bad player. It doesn't mean you're not good enough. It's just, you know, they have maybe some, some things that you not struggle with, but they have, they probably have skills that you need to work on a little bit, not, and you probably have skills that they need to work on. I mean, it's just what they need at the time. And then another thing is, attitude and mentality are the most important things Mm
0: -hmm. anyone could
1: ever have I mean it's not even talent it's just attitude is going to get you further than talent will does that make sense yeah so if you if you come into training and you probably heard this before if you come into training and you're just you've had such a crap day and you're like I don't I just don't want to be here you come into training and you're just you're sulking and sitting there no one's gonna want to be around you you know no and one's you're gonna... gonna
0: have a bad training day
1: yeah exactly I... and, and my coaches really are are big on attitude and you know if if you're going through an injury um I try to stay positive even though times are really hard you know yeah and it's sometimes it's really hard to stay positive and that's when I just need to take a little step away from everything um but definitely attitude positive and mentality is um, the big, a huge thing. I would have um, a time, there was a time in club, a period, like a couple, a few months. Mm-hmm. And I remember I would get really in my head about my mistakes I'd be making. And I'd get, I mean, it's, I made it really clear that I was getting really frustrated. And it made my game go down. I was really struck like I would there was a play during a game where I was trying to pass it back to my goalie I just hit it over her head or I I literally just hit it and it went up in the air and so that's when I realized I was like okay they obviously scored on that that's when I realized I was like okay I need to start you know focusing on my mentality yeah I need to start you know um yeah and so luckily I'm very grateful that I mean,
0: my club coach helped me out of it and everything like that. And, um, I feel like just from talking to you from these past like 40 minutes, yeah. I have been able to tell, like, you haven't brought up your injury at all until right now. And I feel like that's a sign that you're like, this is not going to define me. Like, mm-hmm. it's just a reminder, like, this is what I'm working for. This is what I'm grateful for. Like, now I've got to get back.
1: Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's, um, obviously yeah the recovery like the recovery process is annoying um but I know that this is just part of the process Mm -hmm. and that I'm not the only one going through this and I'm trying to uh and I mean yeah what you just said I'm trying not to let it define me because I remember when it just happened that's all I was known for is just the girl who got injured you know Mm -hmm. and all anyone would talk to me about is my knee and I'm not saying like oh I hate when they ask me if I'm okay you know yeah I'm just saying like it gets to the point where it's like I just keep thinking about it. it's always in my mind and now I'm trying to yeah, push it out. But yeah.
0: <laughs> I remember when I because I had seen one of your TikToks on my for you page yeah. like over the summer. So I it's followed you and like, oh, you and Women's yeah. Soccer Player. And I think yeah. you even followed me back. Oh yeah. I'm I hope so. Gosh. that was it was like a while ago, it was before way yeah. before. Then. But then i was like looking at you and two and soccer page and i think they posted something about you getting injured I was like what i feel like the season just started yeah yes oh
1: yeah i don't know why i felt i was like i got injured that day and i was like you know what i'm going to post a tiktok <laughs> I think they were the funny and it made me do. laugh so you accomplished something. yeah i like yeah oh good okay i'm glad because i just i was like yeah i just want to make a tiktok right now it's the one thing i want to do
0: it's so, coping.
1: yeah coping mechanism yeah. all right now on to lighter
0: things what's your favorite moment or memory as an athlete
1: um okay thank god i wrote this down because if i didn't i'd be thinking about this for 30 minutes um <laughs> I was really, there's so many. And, mm-hmm. I mean, one of my favorite memories is not even a good memory. It was, it's just me standing there at the, like, the national championship after we just lost, and I'm looking at UCLA, just two angels in the um, confetti. And, I mean, it's not a favorite memory in a good way at all. It's just mm-hmm. one of those things in my head that, like, I will use Probably for the rest of my life in my soccer career, at least, mm-hmm. and I mean, that's just a good motivator, like to make me angry. And then, but onto nicer things. Um, last or in twenty twenty one, we were in nationals in Florida, um, in the summer, and I remember our first game there. We were down two to one. I think it was two to one. I cannot. Remember. I know we were losing. Uh-huh. It started pouring rain because it's Florida. Like obvious and then um the game got postponed and so we I go out and eat tropical smoothie (laughs) Um, yeah and so I go out and eat tropical smoothie and then the game was scheduled to be continued like two hours later Mm -hmm. so we go back to the fields and I just remember it was like dusk I I don't know why I'm going to describe it as that but it was it wasn't you know sunset and it was pretty cloudy and it was just the right. It felt like the mood where I was like, okay, revenge time. Like, uh-huh. there was no way that we were going to lose this game. Um, yeah. And there was no one else on the field because it was pretty dark out. It was just meant for the people that wanted, that needed to continue the game. Yeah. And I think we had, we had probably 20 minutes left. Not uh-huh. even. Time. And, oh. and so I was like, okay, I'm not letting us, we're not going to lose. Um, and so at one point in the game, I can't remember if it was, I think we had like five minutes left and we were still down two to one. We go for a corner kick and the ball comes to me and I just headed in. Right. And <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember if I had it. All I remember though, is the feeling. And I was probably like screaming a lot of profanity because of how excited I was. Yeah. I was. I remember just running down the field, and I didn't even know if it went in. I just hit it, and then I started running. It yeah. would be really awkward if it didn't go in. That would be because <laughs> I would be so. I yeah. I didn't even know if it went in. Celebrating no, on your own. Feeling. Yeah. And so I was just running out, and I was like, "Let's go!" Like I was really fired up. We were tied, and uh-huh. then <laughs> I don't mean. Okay, no. I'm just gonna end it on that because we didn't end up winning that game or tying. Uh-huh. But I'm just ending it on there. But. <laughs> That's yeah, all we need I to know. know. <laughs> That's all we need to know. But, you know, I'm ending it there. No more yeah. sad
0: stories. I have, um, when you were talking about the sky when you were playing soccer, I just yeah. made me think of this picture. And we were just, yeah. pr- it was, like, during our practice. And oh. it looks so much prettier, like, in pr- like if you looked at it, not through a computer screen. But it yeah. was the most, like, pretty sunset I've seen in my whole yeah. life. And it makes everything look, like, orange. Yeah. And our coach like, and we just, like, had to keep playing. I was like, I don't want to play. I just want to stay exactly. at the Exactly.
1: No, I mean, and for some reason, it's always when you're at soccer practice, too, where the They're sky back. gets like that. Someone's dad have- took
0: that picture, and I was like, thank the Lord. Yes. Like, I would die for that picture. Yeah, every teenage
1: girl is going to take a pho- that photo on their
0: phone. Yeah. yeah
1: it's- I love
0: those. And then I was thinking, also, when you were talking about um, being like down two to one, we were playing in our championship game at the Columbus Day Classic, I and love that tournament. we were down three yeah. zero right after halftime, and we came back in one four to three in overtime, You're and kidding. it was, it was the best like feeling ever because it was my yeah. first tournament. Like we won the whole tournament, uh-huh. and we had already beat that team twice this season. And I was like, we have to play them again? Yeah. And then we won, and it was, like, so awesome. That is the best win. I didn't play my own position that whole tournament because we were missing two defenders. So Mm. I'm, like, the backup, backup, backup defender. Gotcha. And then I – so I had to play defense the whole tournament. And it's, like, I'll play defense because it's, like, what my team needs from me, but it's definitely not my favorite. Yeah.
1: See, but not a lot of people was- would do that though. They'd always be like, "No, I don't want to do." But that's good that you stepped up
0: and look what <laughs> that's happened. Show me. Yeah. That's Love. it. I'm like a left midfielder, and I was playing left back, I believe. Yeah. Left or right back. Um, but yeah, it was so fun. Oh, girl, oh, that's gonna stick with you for the rest of your life. I just know it. Mm-hmm. That feeling. And we probably have to wrap it up in a second because we release not too long from now, mm-hmm. but. How did you know that UNC was right for you? Because I love UNC. I walked on campus for the first time. and was like, I love this. <laughs> <laughs> so how um, did you know that UNC was right for you?
1: Yeah. Um. So my club coach it was Sean Haas, and he's obviously the the current oh yeah, um, yeah. courage coach, and I mean his brother's Damon, my mm-hmm. assistant coach, and um I
0: okay, are related. I saw both. Yeah. The, like,
1: they have to yeah. be related. yeah they're brothers they're brothers yeah um and I had Sean as a coach for three years and he was um I have never grown as a player as much as I have grown under him does that make sense yeah he was my he really got me ready for college for everything he helped me with the recruiting process he was the best coach I've ever had Mm -hmm. um and so knowing that I was like okay you're I know Damon is going to be an amazing coach because of the things I've heard about him because he used to coach at NCFC or Castle. Uh-huh. um, And I was like, if – and I was right. I mean, he is – him and Sean are the best coaches I've ever had. Yeah. um, And obviously Anson is – unlike anyone I've ever met he I mean you could hold a conversation with him for hours and you could Mm -hmm. talk about anything I mean this is so funny in the summer my good friend came down from New York or New Jersey I probably should know um and I was showing him around yeah I was showing him around uh the campus and stuff and we went in the the um the palace which which is where the locker rooms are and I remember we walked by Anson and then all of a sudden him and Anson just starts talking about jujitsu and I'm like I'm like they just had a whole conversation I was just standing there like just I I don't know what you guys are but they were just talking about jujitsu but I just love how you know he you can talk to him about anything and yeah um obviously the competitive cauldron is something that drew me in I
0: I I I have Words to say about the competitive cauldron. Really, we did a version of it last season, and I did not enjoy it. Really, <laughs> it it's fun. yeah, it's. I mean, I was
1: obviously really nervous about it
0: mm-hmm. going
1: in because I'm like ranking, like I I don't want to look at myself being ranked. But to be fair, it's honestly, it's a really good motivator, and it's not as like scary or intimidating as people
0: think it yeah. is. We, mean, did like I, a third we didn't do ranking we yeah. used like a away for our warm-up groups it was like a competition between the warm-up yeah. groups we got yeah. we get a book on the national team and my team did not win but I went and ordered the book on Amazon that night and it's my favorite yeah book. really <laughs> Yeah. oh no
1: yeah it's yeah it's really good and I love it because it makes everyone want to win yeah and I love playing against other players and obviously like I'm here and all of these players around me, I know that they want the same thing I do is to play at the next level and everything and and um I've never had a team that's as close knit as this one is. Yeah. There's it's they're hard amazing. to con it's I have never ever seen a team or anything like this. And it's mm-hmm. obviously the location, I'm twenty minutes away. Um Yeah. And I'm familiar with the campus because I mean, yeah, I come here all the time and I just my old, one of my old club coaches used to work here and she actually got me connected with UNC and, mm-hmm. um, her name's Erin Grand. I mean, she used to, she used to work at NCFC. I mean, she moved to whatever she moved to Oregon, but yeah, she, she got me connected here and told me how great of a school it was. And I mean, I was 12 years old at the time. I was like, I don't even know what college is yet, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just know so many people here. I just love it, but
0: that's what UNC I UNC has been like a dream school of mine for a really long time. Mm -hmm. but now my mom works there because she used to work at state now she works at unc and we still like living garner so it's like a 45 minute drive for her yeah but now i'm like come on yeah now you're working at the college i wanted to go to too but i also (laughs) like one of my other dream schools is stanford yeah and like stanford ucla and Mm -hmm. usc and UNC, like those are my four dream schools. Yeah. So like Am either on the West Coast or yeah. on the East Coast. Yeah. Yeah. At
1: least it's not Duke.
0: Yeah. No, 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 no. Duke. No dark blue.
1: That's so funny. No, I think yeah, I'd be if
0: I wanted to go to Duke. <laughs> no, that's amazing how your mom works here. What does she do? She's oh gosh, sorry. She just started working there a couple months ago. Uh <laughs> Director of s- Academic and Student Engagement at Keenan Flagler. Oh, wow. For like the business school. That's impressive. She, oh, yes, yeah, he. Yeah. Yeah, she used to work at uh, Pool College of Management at State, but then she went to Carolina, and I was like, oh, yay. That's a good decision on her part. <laughs> for sure. That's amazing. Yeah. No. Well, thank you so, so much for doing yeah. this episode with me. It was so much fun. It's like the longest episode I've ever done, but I'm like, really? I, I just fell through on FaceTime and just like, yeah. Up. I am um, yeah, Sorry, what were you saying? I was just going to say, it was awesome to have you. Thank you so much for joining yeah. on the podcast today. It was a pleasure to have you. Um, I'm excited to see where your career goes and. Hopefully I can get to a game next season, next year and
1: see you play. What? Thank you so much for having me. This is amazing. And I'm still really impressed that, you know, you've done all of this and you're in eighth grade. I mean, <laughs> I wish I could do
0: this. This isn't, this is crazy. Um, so but awesome. for having me. Of course. Yeah.